Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Humans of James River. I am your host, Ava McHugh. Thank you to Laser Accuracy for making this project possible. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and directly through the website www.humansofjamesriver.com. Please give me feedback under the contact section and be on the lookout for a lot of big things happening with the podcast in the upcoming weeks. Um, There is a lot in store. Today, I'd like to start off with a quote that really reminded me of the speaker. Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Brene Brown. I think this guest today has done an amazing job of owning her story, and I hope that you'll listen to her with open ears and that you'll find something um, that you can relate to within her story. So I've dealt with mental health and like anxiety, depression, um, eating disorders all throughout my life, Um, and it definitely goes back to about second grade because um my parents had a really like bad divorce um and I was so young and I was like really badly bullied in second grade and I definitely had it before but it was def like second grade definitely like was a triggering moment of everything um and all throughout elementary school I was very like depressed and had people bully me like on and off because kids are just like mean (laughs) um and I remember in maybe about maybe in second grade or like third grade I remember I was at my mom's apartment after my parents got divorced and I remember I tried to hang myself with a jump rope um and then I like obviously a little second grader I couldn't really achieve that um and then throughout elementary school I saw a therapist with my sisters um right after my parents got divorced um but they didn't really need to see the therapist like as often as I did, um, because I've seen this therapist today, like, from second grade till now, because of, I guess, how traumatizing it all was, because of how young I was and how much I did not understand it, um, and then, I guess, middle school came around, in about second grade, I was still really depressed, I, um cut a lot I was just sad um and all throughout my life I've like dealt with eating disorders I remember um when we me and my sisters were kids I remember them used to they used to call me fat when I was little which obviously like I know they did not mean that but it definitely like built up to something more because I've already thought that about myself and in about seventh grade still cut not as much I I moved schools 
Um, and I moved um, dance studios and um, started meeting new people, and it was it was okay. It was intimidating. Um, and then about eighth grade came along. Um, it was okay. I was still like depressed. Um, I had a lot of anxiety all throughout middle school. Very bad. Um, that I kept to myself. And, uh, after the new year, I developed a bad eating disorder. Um, I would just throw up any meal I had. If my parents weren't around, then I would just not eat. And if they were, I would have to and just throw up. And I remember being in the car with my mom before um, my dance practice, just bawling my eyes out, having a mental breakdown because I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, especially because of how the dance world works. It's just so, um, it's just vicious. Um, you are to be put in a classroom with a bunch of different girls or boys, shapes and sizes and tight outfits, all competing to be the best and having to basically... I started just to starve myself because of how um, low my confidence level was in my own skin. And at that point, my mom and my dad let me quit. And then I got into sports, um, which helped a lot, even though I was still going through it. It helped me. Um, it helped me because of the better environment it was, especially with there were older girls I was surrounded by, which really helped, um, and new people. And then that summer was fine. Um, it was fun. I hung out with my friends. I was doing a lot better. And then freshman year came around, um, which was a mess but I learned a lot from it. Um, beginning of the year, okay. It was different, obviously, coming from a small school to a huge one. Um, I was at, I would be at school with my sister. I met new people, which was really, it was the fun parts. Um, after the new year came around, I had just gotten out of a very long relationship, which, also affected me because I was still very depressed, which is not anyone's fault, um, at all. Um, and after that, I started experimenting a lot with drugs. I started cutting again. Um, I was just sad all the time. Um, and then I was doing better. Um, family was good um I was definitely experimenting with a lot more and then May came around and 
I was in a very dark place. Um, I remember it was this weekend. Um, we had a pep rally, and I left school early with one of my friends, and I decided it would be a smart idea at 2 p.m. to get blackout drunk and just pass out. Um, my friend did not, but I, in my mindset, thought that was an amazing idea. And the next day, it was prom, and events went down at prom, which I found out about that very much affected me because of um, my close friends. And that Sunday, um, I decided to take opioids because my stepdad is a cancer survivor, um, which gave me the advantage of being able to find um, a bunch of pills and take them. And the last thing I remembered from that day was just passing out, going to sleep. I took them right before I went to sleep because in my mind, I knew I just didn't want to wake up because of how bad everything was. But I told my parents I was just trying to get high, just find something because of how numb I felt. Um, And that morning, I woke up and I just couldn't feel anything. I didn't know what was happening to me. I couldn't think correctly. And I just remember running into my mom's room and just telling her I couldn't, I didn't, I needed water. Like, I just, I kept on saying I needed water. And I was just freaking out and crying because I didn't want to upset her. And I told her, and she obviously freaked out. And I was just upset because I didn't want to scare her or lose trust from her, which obviously I did when I decided to do that. Um, and I just remember her giving me water and then me passing out asleep on my bed. And then the next thing I remember was waking up, um, and then going to the hospital with my mom, um, and my dad being there when I got there and just being so upset, um, and just crying because of I didn't want to tell people especially the nurses I it was just uncomfortable for me to tell them and be like oh well I'm here because I decided to take a bunch of painkillers that I found in my house and I didn't want to get my stepdad in trouble because it was not his fault at all um no one knew how bad it was because I'm a very closed off person and I just remember being in the hospital room with a bunch of people coming in child care services making sure my parents didn't have any part of this because I didn't realize how much it would mean for my parents um and I was just crying the whole night I didn't know what to tell people um I remember my dad telling me that we wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for me 
which very much affected me. And I know that it's hard for him to understand this type of stuff, but it really, really hurt me. Um, and just made me feel like, just made me feel like shit about myself. Um, and throughout my whole, like, story, I remember my mom always saying, oh, we want our old, um, we want the old you back, you know? And in my mind, I was just like, well, I'm going to change. I'm going to evolve. And you saying that to me is just like, what's wrong with me now? Um, which hurt me a lot. Um, and I remember, um, being in the hospital and my parents fighting and trying to figure out with, um, the people working there so I didn't have to be hospitalized for, like, a month, and they were able to take me home, and with that, a person would come over twice for, like, an hour or two every week, um, to make sure there wasn't any sharp objects in the house that I could use, or, um, any, um, medicine I could find anything that I could harm myself with um so that allowed my parents having to find anything in the reach I could get to hide it and lock it up um and I had um to see a my therapist even more which was I think I was honestly just embarrassed um because obviously I failed at my task, which I'm thankful for now, but it was just a very messy situation. And because of how much you urge for that type of feeling that um, pills can give you, I would take pills this af still after this just so I could feel something. And I would keep on taking the pills um, any chance I got. And that lasted till maybe, this happened in May, that maybe lasted till July. Um, and after that I realized that I couldn't be doing that anymore. Mostly because I couldn't find them anymore. Um, which allowed me to start using... Um, marijuana as a way to cope um which obviously isn't as it isn't good for you but in my mind that was better than me um trying to find pills um and it's not like with that I did it all the time it was and it was being used less and less most of for every time I used it I guess and then I remember it was Labor Day, and I was supposed to work the next day, but I went to my stepmom's house, and I found ADHD medicine, which I decided to take um, four pills of, 
because I haven't I hadn't done it in so long and I basically um was up all night with my mom who was asleep just telling her while she was sleeping how much I loved her and my family and how basically having a panic attack and I didn't I went to sleep at maybe 7 a.m that day because I couldn't focus and I thought I was going to die from it um and I that was probably the last time that I took pills which was I guess September and I haven't taken anything like that since then and it was still bad but and I was still cutting not as much but the last time I I guess I aggressively cut and the last time in general I have since now was definitely um homecoming day which sounds very weird but I I was going through so much in my mind that I just needed to feel something and I remember um not telling anyone but I had like I remember I um had like an airplane shot glass that I took before I showered before homecoming because I was just like whatever I don't care at this point um and then I hadn't done anything since then and then um I kept on using um marijuana as a way to cope not as much it was like maybe once in a month type thing and at that point it was because I felt just terrible about myself and then I got caught and was like realized how much of a bad idea it was to do in the first place and then that was in like November and in December um I stopped doing stuff to make me feel something um if I were to do something it was for fun because it was like a once in the month like my friends are with me I'm at a party like why not it's and that's been how it is since now um and it's not something I feel I rely on anymore because it's only like oh well I'm at a party well why not it's like I only go to a party maybe like once a month once every two months I really just don't do anything um but that is basically the end of like how I coped with all of that which is very bad and I definitely learned from that because of how much it will affect you um and I my doctors and I obviously I came to the conclusion that what was happening with all of my depression and anxiety was just a chemical like imbalance because I had dealt with it before my parents divorce and yes the divorce was like a main triggering point but it definitely um it definitely happened 
throughout the years because of nothing. I was just feeling like this. Um, and I'm better now. I still have my daily struggles like anyone, but I'm better. Um, and having obviously so many people's parents are divorced. I guess since I was just so young, I didn't understand it. Um, but especially since of since the reasoning of my parents' divorce is so confusing, it affected me when I found out. Um, and my dad also doesn't live here, so I don't get to see him that much, which is in no way his fault because I know that everything he does is for um, me and my family. But it definitely just sucks a lot. Um, but I guess throughout the whole process, my sisters were here for me the most. Same with my parents, but one of my sisters um, always has been there for me, and I'm very close with her, so I know that with everything, she would still be there for me because of how much she helped me through everything, um, but yeah, that's like everything I've been through from now till then. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. You, it's mind-blowing how much you've been through, and I think a lot of people don't realize how much of an effect something that happens when you're so little can have on you. All this, you know, this started when you're seven years old, and that that's like the time that you should be playing with your friends outside and like the most carefree time in your life and you had to go through something that was like so confusing and so mind-boggling and I can't even imagine what that's like and what's that what that's looked like for you and you know what your life has been like after that and I'm so sorry that you've had to go through that um so when you tried to when you when you overdosed and you went to sleep and you thought that you weren't going to wake up and you did wake up what were those feelings what were those thoughts that were going in your mind when you realized that you know you had lived through the night and that you you know hadn't succeeded um i was very um confused I remember being at the hospital and basically just being told I was lucky I was alive, which I've always struggled with religion. I still do, but in my mind, at that point, I was I was thinking to myself that there was a reason or a purpose to my life even though I still to this day don't know what it is if I was meant to die then I would have like you were talking about after this all happened you know and after you went through that that biggest really that really huge thing that happened to you your overdose mm -hmm. 
you said that your family and all these people were saying these things that were just making it worse, basically. Like, you know, those things that they said brought up a lot of confusing feelings. And I think that in so many difficult situations, people don't know what to say. They freeze up and they're like, oh my gosh, like, what should I do? And I think, you know, without even realizing it, we can really hurt somebody else because we don't know what they need. But what would you suggest that, you know, somebody could do to help somebody that's going through something, you know, that you went through? Because I think that's such a hard thing to know how to help. Yeah, it's definitely hard because my parents would always say that they were trying their best, which I knew they were since they had never been through something like this. Um, And I know it hurt with what they said and affected me, but I know that it was out of confusion. And I think that if you're going through this and something like that is said to you, um, you just have to know that it's not because they actually believe that. It's because they don't know how else to react because they're so... It's because they don't... They think that it's their fault. Um, And I know it's not even if what happened to me when I was seven was a triggering point. I knew I was always dealing with this stuff. So it's not anyone's fault it's not your fault um it's just something you have to understand that people don't mean it they're just they just solely care about you and are worried um about what will happen to you um because they don't want they don't want that to happen it's it's just people acting out um out of their own confusion um but yeah so you are not the you that you used to be like your parents said there's absolutely no way that you can go through all this stuff and be the same person how would you say that you changed and you were changed by these situations that you've been through I definitely learned so much I still struggle like everyone else, I still struggle with how to, the right ways to cope with stuff, but honestly, I think I've changed for the better, um, I know what I like, I know what I don't like, I, I have a better way of knowing my emotions now, I feel like, um, and honestly, by having at least one person you trust um, with all your heart or someone you know you can always talk to, it definitely helps. Um, this probably sounds dumb, but throughout everything I've been through, I've always hung out with my dogs, which makes me sound like such a lame person, but just like having like an animal or someone company that just like makes you feel better about yourself and you can care for someone else like they care for you and makes you feel better um yeah you said that you're better now which obviously you're never gonna be like completely okay all the time yeah um 
So what do those daily struggles look like for you? Um, daily struggles definitely would look like, oh, well, maybe like a thought in my mind, like, oh, well, I bet like doing this will just make me feel better because I feel so bad right now. Or like, oh, like maybe just like ignoring the world will like let me ignore everything and not have to deal with anything, but I know that in my mind, um, by ignoring everything and ignoring your problems, you're not doing anything for yourself. You're gonna make it worse. You're gonna block out people that care about you, um, and it's not gonna be in your favor, which is hard to understand, obviously, when you are used to being alone and feeling like that, but, and, and it's so hard to see, but it definitely, like, it helps when you finally realize that. What situation or person or thing or activity or, what's, what's the time and place that you feel most like yourself and most happy um um one of my favorite memories probably ever and this is a very lame one but it was last year me and my sister um were coming home from my stepmom's house and we thought it'd be fun if we went to our school's parking lot and let me drive um, her car and try and park it and, like, just do fun stuff. And she let her guy friends were all at one of their houses nearby. And we she let me drive to the stoplight, and there was a cop there. So, right when we got into the neighborhood, we pulled over and switched because we were terrified. And we drove to um, her guy friend's house, and they were all playing basketball outside. And it was so funny because we were just Snapchatting them the most random stuff. And we were just laughing about it. And, like, I don't think they even knew that we were there because we just drove by and drove back and we're like texting them this like weird stuff but it was very fun it made me feel like myself um or just like this is also dumb but like if just being around like people that make you feel happy like um at this year after a football game or before a football game, me and my friends all went to our guy friend's house with a bunch of our other friends. We just hung out and, like, just, like, talked and, like, listened to music. And it was just, like, it was just fun. Um, but just, like, situations like that, like, surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself. Thank you so much for sharing this. I know that it's not easy to share something like that. And I don't know how many people in your life know about this, but 
I can imagine that it's never an easy thing to talk about. So I'm very grateful that you chose to be a part of this and you were willing to take that step and share with me because you are so strong from what you've been through. But like, it's it's so hard to even express my feelings right now because I don't think people understand a lot of times, you know, situations like this. If you haven't been through something like it, it's hard to really have a grasp on, you know, what that's like and what that looks like for a person and for a family. And, you know, I'd like to thank you for kind of giving a little insight into that. And I'm really glad that, you know, you shared your story with me and the rest of the listeners.